What's up, everybody? Happy, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, you sexy bastards. <laughs> Nicole and Dave here on this very special holiday edition of Food Sex Politics. Dave, I already saw your Instagram, but can you tell everybody what is your Valentine's Day special this year? What did you cook up? So this year, I, I wanted to, I, I think you need all the help you can get on Valentine's Day, right? Like nobody just wants to do, you know, the old razzle-dazzle, 10-minute, two-position magic. You want something special on Valentine's Day, right? So this year, I made some boozy brownies. So I, I think, you know, any little bit helps. You know, maybe you're in the kitchen with somebody. You're making the brownie batter together. The booze are already in there. You're going. All of a sudden, the brownie batter turns into baby batter. Boom. Bam. And what is the what is the liquor of choice? So I used, uh, I think whiskey goes really well with chocolate, so I did Jack Daniels. What I like about that especially is I feel when people are trying to do sweets and liquor, it always ends up with like some liqueur or Baileys. That's a basic bitch type shit. We got to get the job done. No, there, there's no liqueur. There's none of that cutesy bullshit stuff. No, you, you need some hard liquor. Right. You, invi you invited Jack. Okay. Because you need some hard liquor. Am I right? I mean, it's going to work out a lot better than a uh, Godiva liqueur. Let's, you know, no. that doesn't end, that just doesn't end well. Or like those cherries that have like that little hint of alcohol or the chocolate with like that bullshit like liqueur in them. Like that's. Oh, cool. like those little chocolate bottles with the liqueur it's in them. Dumb. 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 Dumbest. Dumbest. No. Gift. Let's dumbest get some results this Valentine's Day. Let's get some results. Let's get some results. Now, speaking of which, I hadn't noticed this until you brought it to my attention. Valentine's Day is just what, like three days away from President's Day, right? Yeah, so usually you have Valentine's Day uh, one week, and then usually the, within the next week you have, uh, you have your President's Day, right? Yeah. And what's always on sale on President's Day? This is always my biggest thing. Valentine's Day or President's Day need to switch places, or they need to move President's Day a week up. They need, they need to make President's Day before Valentine's Day, and here's why. So on President's Day... All you see are sales on TV, sales, sales, sales. And one of the biggest sales is mattress sales. So why the hell would you have a mattress sale after Valentine's Day? You need to have the mattress sale before Valentine's Day. Really test that bitch out. I'm making the mind blown hand motions, but let's back that up a little bit. Like why mattresses and President's Day? I mean, I think like the obvious explanation is... No, Clinton. Our, uh, right, our illustrious history of presidents and their, um, you know, indiscretions. I, I think but, being president is a sexy job, no? Um, really? Right now? Do you feel like saying that? Oh, that's, that, no, oh, god damn, you got me there. That just no. really, I got you out of your splash zone there, right? That was like. I, I dried right up. No, right, so, right, right yeah, up. good point. Right now, there is nothing wet, but, um. But I, I think overall, the job of president, kind of sexy, right? I mean, you have, up until now, a pretty good lineage. You have your JFK, and you have, like, all these, like, powerful, like, you know, big men that, like, were in that position. Does that do anything for you? I, I mean, but th those are more the exceptions than the rule, you know? You're picking out, what, what have you, what, what can you mention, like, five out of 45? I, yeah, that's a, I mean, I mean Willard, let's do the math there. 
Will, Willard Fillmore might not have been laying it down. Something, something's, something's not adding up. What about, uh, what about Richard Nixon? No, see, I, again, another one, kind of like the '70s version of Trump, right? So there's, so there's that. Funny, you should, funny, you should say that '70s version of Trump. Wow. Um, so I don't know if you've heard it, but Marvin Gaye, very Valentine's Day kind of a fellow, right? There, try to fucking tricky dick to Marvin Gaye. Oh wow. I mean, how does he not come up in a Valentine's Day conversation? He's got to. He's got to. But a few months, a few months ago, an unreleased album of his came out and it was from 1972. And Richard Nixon, I guess a very Trump-esque figure, because if you listen to this album, he has this one song on there called You're the Man. And if you listen to the lyrics of it, you would think it's about the 2000 election. It's evergreen. It's ever you, it's, it's evergreen. He says, maybe what we need is a lady president. Wow. Back in the 70s, nobody was saying that in the 70s. Yep. And if you've got a master plan, I'm going to vote for you. You're the man. Ah, I don't know. Look do at that. Think, do you think now, however many years later, wow, it's almost 50 years later. Yeah. Uh, do you think that lady president is gonna happen let's talk a little new hampshire yeah i mean lady president's definitely gonna happen i i don't i mean not this election cycle the closest one even in the running right now is ooh, lizzie warren amy klobuchar and they're both pulling right now in barely double digits so i i don't see it happening this election cycle but i i think it's more qualification than sex you're getting into um like at that point you're getting into all the fucking you know, we, we just need a woman president because she's a woman. Like, the identity bullshit. Like, I don't want the identity bullshit. I want somebody who has the best ideas. I, I don't give a fuck what bathroom you use. So this is probably, 2020 probably not looking like the year. I, I can't imagine it, no. No. What, what are you saying? What are, is, is Amy Klobuchar or Elizabeth Warren grabbing you? No. Like, would? No. Just, no. Sorry. Yeah, that's just it. I mean, it, 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 but it, but you say that not because they're women, correct? No, I don't say it because, I mean, I, I would say Elizabeth Warren more so than the other, you know, more potential there, but um, not tugging at any heartstrings or anything else, to be but honest. And that's just it. I mean, I think at the end of the day, it is a matter of principle. It is a matter of who's got the best ideas versus the AP standing up or sitting down, right? I mean, I, I don't care. I, I would love a woman president. I just want a really progressive, uh, like fucking firebrand woman. I would like AOC, but you're you're you're, you're waiting you're waiting for the right woman. Absolutely, I'm waiting for the right girl. She's, she's not she's not out there yet. She I I think she's out there. She's she's just not on the on that stage yet. She's not on that stage yet. I, I never in a million years would I vote for AOC as president. I just want to put that. If just it was AOC, put, AOC versus Trump, who are you taking? I just, I'm, probably, I'm probably staying home. She lost me as soon as, as, she, as soon as she told everyone what they could do for the environment is to uh, skip milk at breakfast when she told a bunch of poor kids that somewhere. I, I don't know where she was speaking. Uh, after she said that, sorry. She's got to. She's got to do better on. She's. She needs to do better and and right that ship. 
and yeah, that I, you know I, I'll, I'll take I could find some love for her. For the economy, if you're good for the environment, otherwise, if you're good for not getting us into war, if you're good for progressive issues, if you're good for taxes, if you're good for all that shit. Yeah, all right. If you don't like milk, I'll deal with it. You, you know someone. You know someone's trying to unseat her here. And how's that gonna work? I, I, I don't know yet. But then, but then, where's she gonna go? No, they're gonna She'll get be a little celebrity politician. She'll go do speaking engagements, write a book. Stars. Bye bye. She won't be president though. Dave, more I, dreams. She will absolutely. Well, if not, I think she'll run for senate. Maybe. I think she'll run for. I think she's on a fucking rocket ship. Um, that's that's just my. Thinking. I don't. I think. I think that. Uh, I think that some of the wind has died down from those sails. That's just. She's not getting as much exposure. No. But, I, uh, but but the reason I think she was getting so much exposure is because she was such an easy target for Trump. But because her poll numbers were so much better than Trump's, he was like uh, everybody kind of laid off it. Like she wasn't such an easy target. Yeah, she got great exposure because she's a very attractive young woman too. Let's not, let's let's not pretend otherwise. Doesn't hurt. That that doesn't. I mean, if she, if she had the same ideas and convictions, and she looked like I don't know who's who's that lady from? What is it? America's Got Talent or The Voice? Yeah. I mean, you you can use that argument, but then by that logic, you're saying Bernie's an attractive guy, right? No, but Bernie, but Bernie's a man. Bernie Bernie's a man. Like, it's different. Bernie looks like he just got done yelling at squirrels in his front yard. Bernie <laughs> is attractive guy. So, but that's okay for it's okay for a man. It's okay for a man. That it, is just true. Sure. Right. So that's that's why it doesn't hurt that I'm so stunning. It does not. It does not hurt you, but you can get by on your wit and other things and 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 make a make a splash in the zone. <laughs> That's all. That's all. Give me my splash zone. See, why do we have to get to bring up AOC and now we're fighting on Valentine's Day? This is this is just. All right, let's make it right. Let's make it right. How how can we, how can we get better on Val? I'll make it up to you. I'll make it up to you. What? Right. What, the, what's your perfect Valentine's Day? Right. The right. Right. The ship. I'm curious because we're gonna make this right. See, I was just getting y'all fired up because I like y'all. I feel. <laughs> now I'm sure you with me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to act. <laughs> now I'm sure you've I'm sure you've either given lingerie on Valentine's Day or been on the receiving end of a special Valentine's lingerie show of sorts, right? I I definitely have, yeah. yeah. On, both, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so are you reading up on this controversy that doesn't even directly link back to our good friend? Jeffy boy, Jeffrey F. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Let me ask you that real, real quick, though. Yeah. What What are your feelings as a woman on lingerie? And then I'll tell you mine. Um, I I I don't really care for Victoria's Secret specifically. Uh, but, I mean, whatever brand doesn't matter. Any any brand. Yeah, I think it's I think it's fun. Really. Yeah, I do. Maybe, honestly, maybe not as fun as I thought maybe like 10, 15 years ago, but. Yeah, no, I, I think that's really it, yeah. Yeah, I think it also depends on, uh, I think it also depends on your partner. My husband is not a real lingerie kind of guy. Yeah, I'm not either. I, I am not a fan. It's it's like floor decoration to me. Like, I, I whatever you're wearing, I don't give a fuck. I want it off. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I get that. And and I think a lot of men have that 
have that viewpoint, but come on, Jure, you're unbuttoning and unhooking and untying and right. yeah, but but visually, like say you're just looking at photos, like your inspiration for a Valentine's Food Fetish Friday, for example. Like you have a lot of lingerie type models who follow you and but I'll tell like you that. I'll tell you what I prefer instead of bathing suit. <laughs> you prefer a bathing suit to lingerie. I do, yeah. That's this really interesting. For sure, yeah. Wow. Bathing suit, baby. Easy access. One pull right off. You're good to go. Even even strictly visually speaking, you're going to say bathing suit over lingerie. Please. Now, I like a corset and I like high heels. I am a sucker and a half for high heels. But okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, lingerie on its face, no. You could also, I mean, you could go kind of 80s and be wearing a high heel with a bikini. So there's that too. I'm a big fan. No, so there's that. Big fan. So arguably the biggest name in lingerie, Victoria's Secret, um, owned by L Brands. Right. And and that fellow uh, really cozy with with Jeffy Boy, with Jeff uh, Jeff Epstein. Yeah, but now we're hearing all of these other reports of how lecherous and disgusting this guy's right-hand man was towards all the models and commentary and trying to take them to private dinners. and How shocked are you? Yeah, being really gross at shows. Not, uh, you know, not shocked. Definitely not shocked, but doesn't make it right. And really, no one is, there was like one New York Times story about it. But other than that, you don't really see anyone up in arms over it. Now, yeah, you know, no, why, do you, why do you think that is? That one's been super quiet and super surprising because I don't know if you remember a couple years back, remember when I think it was uh, the Miami Dolphins cheerleading team went down to a couple of the islands and they were told to show up at like private events and wear bikinis and they well, were, you know, touched up on and everything. Well, yeah, well, the, the same thing, ha- it, was the, it was a Richard Branson event. It's probably the same event, and all these well, victorious... So that was, like, a huge deal, and it really should have been. Kind of blew over, but it was a big deal for a minute. This didn't even get the minute. Right. This, I mean, and, and some of those incidents are highlighted in the New York Times report. Um, and, you know, like, one incident of like a female PR person there being told to lay off the carbs or something to that effect. You know, there's like a couple of mentions of incidents here and there, but. So is this the Trumpification of America? Like Trump has set us back like 50 fucking years, right? Well, you know, is it, is it that or are other women not as upset about it because this ire and this abuse is being directed towards you know, arguably some of the most beautiful women in the world. And does no one give a fuck because it's them? Like, should we, you know, do you care less because it's them? No, I I still think it's a big deal. I mean, cheerleaders are hot. There's all sorts of fucking actresses that fell in with Weinstein that are hot. I I can't see that as being the reason. I I don't know why this isn't getting the oxygen. I mean, definitely the media is dropping the ball on it, right? Well, but in the in this Me Too movement, this Me well, Too. But are we still in a Me Too movement? Are we in a? Are we? Po- I mean, are we? Movement anymore? Are we like, post Me Too? And then all of a sudden, it's like, 
yeah either we're post me too or me too was really just like a self-serving movement for a few big players maybe not that but was me too just a fad like where the fuck did it go why isn't it still around like uh, i mean if you're gonna do that keep the fucking pedal down right not, not real not really a movement then is kind of is kind of my point you know what it's like the occupy wall street like i don't get like I, uh -huh. so I, I, I'm going to turn this a little political. I don't understand the left wing movements. They die so, they burn so bright and they burn out so fast. Like a left wing thing, I double dare you to take away guns or like really push abortion to like a high level. They will lose their shit. Right. But an Occupy Wall Street, a Me Too, any of those movements, they're just, they burn really bright and they have a good cause uh, at the core and then they just poof. Right. But, or is it, okay, so it's a, it's a nice idea at its core. Sure. But the way it's played out, is it so self-serving that it loses steam? I, I, I don't know. Does the media just get bored of covering it? Like, is it even still out there? I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. It's a good, it's a good question, right? Because this is I mean, certainly like, uh, you can't say me too's over, like everything problem solved. It's like Obama got elected, so racism ended, right? I mean, that's bullshit. Right, right. So I mean, the issues are still out there, but where is it? Yeah, I just, but, I just, that's why to your point of view, to, uh, to a ton of people's point of view, it seems like it's just this self-serving thing. I mean, if it's there and gone, the fact that it can go so quickly means was it really that to begin with? When it probably was, but all of a sudden it's watered down, it's gone. What the fuck happened? Like, where's the like, where's that Me Too movement for Jeffrey Epstein's victims? We've you know what? Who's for that? You know where I want to know. Trump's been accused of raping. I think it's upwards around twenty women now. And where's Me Too for that? Can you imagine if Obama even brushed up against some woman's ass? Yeah, that's true too. Holy shit. Like, where is the fucking outrage? It's and true. yeah, where's Me Too for that? Like, where are these women? Like, you know what? So during the debates, remember when it was uh, Hillary and Trump back in 16 and Trump brought some of Bill Clinton's accusers and sat them in the fucking audience? Why isn't somebody doing that? Get all the Trump's rape accusers, sit them right the fuck there, make them wear pussy hats, have them hold signs. I don't care. But why aren't they doing that? Where is the movement? Yeah, I, you know what? That's that's what I'm asking. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's, it's a lot Great of question. lot of lot of smoke and mirrors. Uh, speaking of the ladies, Dave, Ooh, um, yeah. not everyone's going to celebrate Valentine's Day. Mm. What are your thoughts on Galentine's Day? Like what and like what exactly is Galentine's Day? Do you know? So today actually is Galentine's Day, February uh, 13th. Here we are. It is Galentine's Day. This is the day before Valentine's Day. Where uh, So what I read is it was originally started kind of as a woman's movement of uh, women loving other women and showing support to other women. You don't need a man. You should be able to treat yourself. And, you know, women can still give each other nice things. And it's, it's like a women's uh, positivity kind of movement towards each other. Oh, oh, but it's not a movement like towards yourself necessarily. It's like meant to celebrate in solidarity with other women. So that was the initial push. Whether it's morphed into something else by this point, I don't know. I'm usually excluded from Galentine's Day. I keep trying to sneak in. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that, that was where uh, Galentine's Day started. 
Oh, okay. So is it an excuse for me to like go buy myself something today or like go I don't see why you I don't see why you or something. If you really want to be progressive, make another woman buy it for you. Okay. Okay. Let me see. Let me, let me hop on the phone line and see. Yeah. Hey bitch, go buy me some chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let me because you, know you deserve because you yeah. deserve it. Let me see what I can do. So that's, okay, so that's, that's what Galentine's Day is. Right, that's Galentine's Day. So one, you don't need a guy to like buy you things and take you out. And two, it's, uh, it's a reason for women to kind of like back each other, show solidarity. Women love each other, no cattiness, none of that bullshit. Well, that's, that's kind of sweet. That's nice. Now, if you were to search on, say, like another search engine that you enjoy, what, what might pop up on uh, Galentine's Day? this thing i like to check all my resources so i checked on pornhub as well and they that was all about women's self-love that a beautiful thing little different interpretation not really <laughs> <laughs> some semantics different uh it's a one half dozen of another right different result well that's well you know what whatever you're into galentine's day valentine's day do so have you ever experienced a Galentine's Day? No, abs absolutely not. No, I mean, I, it's a nice idea, but I don't need like a prescribed day to... I say it all the time. Every day with me is Valentine's Day. Yeah, I, I don't need a prescribed day to be like, I appreciate you and I support you. I try and... I, I try and like live that as best I can most days. A model for us all. But what are, what are your thoughts on actual Valentine's? Actual Valentine's Day? Bullshit holiday, or is yeah. it something? Else? You know, and I, I'm of two minds as a guy. Like, I, I understand it's like a com overly commercialized bunch of bullshit. But also, if you're going to give me an excuse to eat steak and drink champagne on a rando day in February, I'm pretty down for that. Yeah, but that's just the thing. Like, do you need an excuse for a steak and, and champagne in the middle of February? You could do that. At, I'm sure you're the type who does that any day. And it's just like, all right, well... Okay. No, that's true. And I mean, I, I think it's good either way. I think it's good either way. I appreciate like the Valentine's Day confections. I know I think hearts are cute, as lame as that sounds. Like, oh, there's heart-shaped marshmallows everywhere and uh, pink cupcakes and blah, 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 blah. That's all, that's all cool, but it's all commercial. And it's... Again, hey, you want to give me some candy? You want to yeah. take me out? dinner and drink a bunch and whatever hey i'm down yeah and like oddly you know as you as you as your children get older you see that it's really kind of like geared towards children it's really commercialized towards children too see now i feel like i feel like that's kind of like a halloween kind of thing right so halloween yes. is either marketed towards kids or to adults in like their late 20s early 30s yes i think that's i think that's accurate so what are you actually, so your Valentine's Day now has changed since last year. So how are you actually going to celebrate Valentine's Day this year? So this Valentine's Day, we're going to do things a little different. Instead of the steak and champagne, we're going to have sippy cups and dinosaur chicken nuggets. Amazing. What's the, uh, what's the special occasion? So last year on Valentine's Day at 3.48 p.m., Bryce was born. Valentine's baby. Valentine's baby. I either wanted to name him Cupid or Valentino, but the, uh, nobody nobody shares my uh, love for good ideas. That's, that that's too bad. So, do you have any um, 
But I think I'm also off the hook for every Valentine's Day going forward. That's real. That was that was really well played. I don't know if that was. I don't know if you knew it was going to pan out like that at insertion, but very, very well played. Um, is all that is right. <laughs> do you have any kind of premonition that he might be like a little bit of an extra Lothario type? You know what? I, I always wonder that. Like, I'm always like, you know, is he going to like really own this holiday and like let it not really define him, but kind of give him a little, you know, a little je ne sais quoi about him? I don't know. Or is yeah. he going to really look at it like, God damn it, I have to buy this bitch a present on my birthday. This is the worst day ever. Or maybe he's going to be smart and leverage it and be like, you know. I really hope he does. Like I, I would, I would take full advantage if my birthday was on Valentine's Day. I think it would be great personally. I'd be like, no, this is this is my day. Hundred percent, my day. I'm not buying anything. This is my day. You are gonna take me out for steak, champagne, and you are gonna do disgraceful things back in the hotel room. <laughs> Two times over because it's Valentine's Day. <laughs> you gotta pay. <laughs> and a birthday. So That's right. Yeah. So there's so there's that. Well. Regardless of, of what would you do? If you started like dating a guy and his birthday was either like Christmas, Valentine's Day, does does that do anything for you? I think I'd avoid. I think I'd avoid that character. I don't want to get involved in that. <laughs> I don't want to get involved in all that. <laughs> Too much. You probably have a little bit of an issue if either. If I mean honestly, if either one of those are your birthday, you might end up as the kind of character we're we're talking about. <laughs> 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 might not really be the giving type. You might have a little chip on your shoulder. Yes, yeah, I mean you can really see it going either way. But I, I kind of hope he owns it. I really do. I, I hope, I hope he owns it. I hope he owns it too. So you're not. So are you going to prepare anything special for the actual holiday though? Besides your food fetish Friday, which is boozy brownies. Yeah. So I mean, um, I'm gonna make him like a little smash kind of cupcakey thing. We're having like the whole family party on Saturday. Okay. Nice. For birthday, I'm gonna make him a little something, and he can smash the head. He loves to smash. He'll smash any goddamn thing. So we'll give him the excuse. You could slip him like maybe like a small piece of boozy brownie, so he goes to bed. Oh, he's had some. You know, and then you the, the booze cooks out of the brownie, so you're you're left right. with just jack cakes. Right. He's had right. the brownie. Already. Right. Give the mom a couple of leftover shots, and you still have your Valentine's Day. It's it's nothing but a good plan. Look at that. That's it's nothing but a good why. plan. That's why I'm here. This is next level thinking is all we're doing. Level thinking is right. Well, right. however, it's Valentine's Day, Nicole. What's all, what's all, what's on the agenda? I, you know, I don't I don't really like do I don't do Valentine's Day. I'm sorry, I'm very boring. I don't really like do Valentine's Day. What about your I, daughter? She, is she into it? Like, does she like to get like the little? Do they still do like the Valentines in school? Like, where everybody yes. hands each other a little card? Yes, we made our own Valentine's Day. Thank you very much. We do handcrafts. I'm developing developing a reputation as that mom, I think. Oh, you're the mom. And um, yeah, so there's that. And I made some conversation heart popcorn with pink chocolate drizzle for my Girl Scout troop for Valentine's Day. And that's that's really where it's gonna end. <laughs> I'm that's sorry. Good that's really um, good though. I'm sorry to disappoint. Yeah, my husband and I don't really like do Valentine's Day. He brings me one flower. Yeah, I feel like Valentine's Day is kind of like a thing really early in the relationship, very like early. the first two, three years, and then it's, are we doing this? Yeah, that's very early. So I get my one rose, but now my daughter also gets one. 
So, you know, even like Valentine's Day is no longer, is no longer mine. Um, but I have friends who, you know, that's like a big holiday for them. I don't know. Do, like, do you, do you buy like a big gift for your wife on Valentine's Day? No. So, I mean, again, like the first couple of years, yeah, it was, it was a pretty big deal, but no, she gets, uh, are you familiar with uh, the jeweler, Steven Singer? No, no. All right. He's, Sounds he's too a- highbrow for me, but. <laughs> so he's a jeweler here in Philly and he does uh, gold dip roses. Oh, how cute. So every year, right. They last forever. You only buy one. It's easy, right? Because regular roses suck because they die. So she gets one of those every year for every year you're together. It's a gold dip rose every year. That's wow. The only reason it keeps me around. That's, that's, yeah, that's very fancy. I mean, I have some friends who it's like, you know, watches and jewelry and handbags and, uh. See, that's too much. That's, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, A, I don't really wear, I don't really wear jewelry. Um, but B, yeah, that's, 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 I mean, that's, that's significant. That's, that's like a Christmas type situation. I, yeah, but you know what? So many holidays are turned into Christmas. Like, I even see, like, Easter, like, parents buying their kids, like, all this, all this shit. Like, what? You get some fucking eggs full of candy. Like, it, it's, every holiday is not Christmas. <sighs> it's a good point. Are we Christmasizing every holiday now? Well, it's just that we've commercialized the shit out of Christmas so much, right? Right. Now we gotta, like, we gotta, like, spread it. We gotta spread it over. This is definitely a holiday, though, where I feel bad for, uh couples who are in like that maybe you'll get engaged phase oh geez. there's so much pressure man if you turn on tv like you are effed between christmas and between christmas and valentine's day yeah this is this is cuffing season right like cuffing oh season yeah ends, uh in a couple days here like if you were if you were on the fence around christmas and then you stretched out to valentine's day like mm-hmm. that's you're in a rough spot now, when did you get engaged? Were you were you any of the holidays or what? No, like early, very early December. What about you? No, we were in September. Yeah, I mean, no expectations there. No, that's just it. And you know what? We did it on my birthday, so she never saw it coming. That's that that that's a that's a smart move. But there's um, there's a lot of potential heartbreak. Tomorrow. That's true. No, that's a good point. I wonder how many couples actually break up on Valentine's Day or like get like. This is kind of like the beginning of the end, right? So if you're really not feeling it, like this is kind of where like the pull away starts to happen, right? <laughs> no, the pull away should have happened like two weeks ago. No, that's such a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can see girls sticking around because guys typically spend, I think it's two or three to one. On Valentine's Day. On Valentine's Day, right. So, I mean, I, I could see the reason that a woman would stick around. Wow, stick around and see see what you can... See what you could score? Yeah, you got to get your parting gifts, right? Wow, and then maybe dip out. Okay. Yeah, and then you, then you cut out. Uh, you know what? Now I'm trying to think of who I know who's, like, in that phase of a relationship, and I'll look forward to, like, assessing the damage on Saturday morning. <laughs> <laughs> hey, asshole, what kind of trouble did you get your ins- yourself into last night? I'm looking forward to seeing this shit show. <laughs> yes. I'm just going to, I'm going to get some more of that conversation heart popcorn ready. No, that's smart. See, you already have it ready to go. If you need some boozy brownie to bring it out a little bit more, I got you. Yeah. And I'll be, and I'll be done. That sounds like a, that sounds like a president's day well spent. That's a president's day well spent. Maybe sit on some mattresses. You're done. Yeah. Also like who buys that, who buys that many mattresses too? Like are people literally, do you know what I'm saying? Like, 
How many people buy a mattress this weekend? I think I've bought a mattress approximately twice in my life. <laughs> and what and and what do you sleep on? A mattress. No, do you know what kind of mattress you sleep on? Oh no, I have no idea. You have no, no. idea. And when's the last time you bought one? Six, seven years ago. Okay. Like it's not like one of those like memory foam or like any of those like, you know, big brandy ones. All right. I'm gonna tell you, God, you know, Dave from my lips to someone's ears, if only this were sponsored. I gotta say, if you're going to buy something on Monday and it probably won't be on sale, once you are on a Tempur-Pedic. Ah, is that the one? You will never, you will never go back. What do you like? Do you like more of a soft mattress or a hard mattress? No, I like a, I like a firm mattress. You and me both. I like a prison cot. Yes, like it's, I, like I want it to, like if the room is cold, I want it to be even harder. <laughs> Like ah, oh, I'm just gonna like get into my get into my crypt here. No, I'm with you, baby. I'm with you. Oh, you'll never go. But then, then you need to go lay on a Tempur-Pedic on Monday. Yeah, I like me a hard mattress. Oh, then you're you're a Tempur-Pedic kind of a guy. Now, now, do you and the husband agree on this? Like, are you both down for the oh, same? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I was the same way. I was. I can't sleep on some like soft pillowy kind of mattress. That might be a relationship deal breaker for the long haul. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, plus, for your your bedroom gymnastics, it's better to have a firmer mattress. Absolutely, and all the noise of a soft mattress. Yeah, but you, you sink in. The, you know, the thrust, everything's off. It's not as good. It's 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 just kind of gross. You don't even get me started with water beds because that's just fucking nonsense. Are they still around? <sighs> did that did, did that die like in the late seventies? Is that really? That was like, like, I remember my, not my, my dad had one like in the 80s. For my, sure. my dad definitely had one in the 80s too. <laughs> is that, is that like a creepy divorced dad kind of like you're dropping at the bar. Yeah, that's like your gross, crappy dad has oh, that. God, that is. <laughs> Disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> That's so fucking gross. Leave that leave that in the 80s. If you're laying on a waterbed right now, <laughs> please please unsubscribe. <laughs> Unfollow us wherever you may be. All of it. Yeah. And please never make contact. Oh god. Thank yeah, you. yeah, your, your waterbed in the back of your trailer home. Yeah. <laughs> <Stop it. laughs> um, I feel like that's something that would be now you're a Pennsylvania guy. Yeah. I, correct me if I'm wrong. Could you not see waterbeds in those commercials for like Mount Airy Lodge? Oh my! I can't believe it. they probably still advertise them. Like it's probably Where's still it? a sign that says like fucking free HBO, right? Right. Weren't we talking about that recently with Mr. Cogfit? Right, because he lives near there. We were. We had the big uh, the champagne, champagne glass. glass. Yes, I think you. I think at Mount Airy Lodge. I've never been, but my my. I will vision, there are waterbeds in there somewhere. It's like you get, you get into the champagne glass with a bottle of Corbell, <laughs> and then once you're nice and once you're nice and pruney, right? You head over to the waterbed, which has the towels folded into doves, <laughs> and there's like an Andes mint maybe mm -hmm. between them. And you know, like the room's themed like a jungle or something. Too. Yes, the room is definitely <laughs> themed like a jungle or. What else? what are some of their other like some sort of cloudy thing, you know, like you're you're whisking away. Yes. 
are like a you know like the inside of a castle, like a princess's bedroom. It's not yeah. every lodge. I guarantee that's going on up there. Now, like now, I kind of want to go. To be honest. Yeah, if you if, if you've had your honeymoon up there, please <laughs> comment and let us know. <laughs> what are the? Well, we had a waterbed. What do you think is the? Now you know I like my diagrams, but like, what do you think is? What do you think is the divorce rate on couples who have honeymooned at Mount Airy Lodge? Do you think it's higher than the general population? You know what? I, I, I could see that going one of two ways. One, I could see it being like, these are the people that are in it for the long haul. Like they really love each other because they did it up at Mount Airy Lodge. The Mount Airy, you got something right, right. Or, yeah, that was just, uh, you, you were drunk at the Poconos skiing and you were like, what the fuck did I do? Yeah. <laughs> I could see that being one of two. I could see that going one of two ways. The Vegas of Pennsylvania. Vegas of PA. <laughs> Mount, Mount Airy Lodge. Mount Airy Lodge, baby. You get that champagne glass. That's it. Step out of my dreams and into this life-size. Into my glass. Champagne glass for two. Oh, my gosh. Wow. You know, there was somebody that saw that that was like, yes. Like, yes, that's what, that's what I'm doing Friday night. I wonder if it's too late I wonder if it's too late to book that for you know, every Valentine's Day special, right? For our for our listeners, I, I have to I have to know. Is it too late for is it too late for a, a Mount Airy Lodge? And you know right now I always wonder how many people can fit in that champagne glass tub. Oh, people probably go there to do uh yeah. Well, wait a minute. It's also, hold on. It's also oh, a casino. That's exactly where I'm going. <laughs> yeah. It's also a casino. Wait, Mount Airy Casino Resort? Oh, did they add casinos up there? I didn't know that. Oh, that kind of, uh, that, no. And now they changed the logo. Oh, uh, no, no, no. I went like the CD. Wait, they've got a AAA four diamond award. They must have paid for that. Either that or they, they completely like overhauled. They were like, shit, we got to get away from this. Like, uh... wait a minute. I'm not. I'm not seeing any champagne glasses anymore. Oh, they fucking killed. No, they didn't, did they? Oh, God. This is awful rebranding. Oh, no, they have real tubs now. Does that mean there's like an eight-foot-tall champagne glass tub somewhere on eBay? <laughs> someone smart should have... Um, someone smart should have purchased those. For sure. I wish I would have seen them for sale. Imagine the sanit imagine the sanitizing process of those though. If those glasses could talk. If those now now would you, do you get into a tub in a hotel? No, never. No, that's gross, right? But do, will you get into a hot tub at a hotel? Um, like one in the room, or like if they have one at the gym. One in the room. Will you get into like the, the like a balcony hot tub? I have, yes. Yeah, I, I, I like, I'm, I'm ashamed, but I have. I'm, I'm kind of the same way. Like, just you saying that, I'm kind of like itchy. I know, I feel like I need to go, like, I feel like I need to go, like, scrub. I, I need, like, de-lousing, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, like I want to take a Clorox wand to my whole body now that I've said that out loud. But No, I'm right there with you. But, uh, yeah, something like that I'll do. But, I mean, so, so where are you at on, like, the hotel room versus the Airbnb? Uh, I haven't done an Airbnb. I, I feel gross doing an Airbnb. Like, I don't want to, like, I, I don't know why, but for me, I'd rather be in a hotel. 
Oh, I, I mean, for one, absolutely. If I'm paying money, I want, I can't believe we haven't talked about this on the pod before. If I'm paying or, you know, whatever the case may be for travel, like I want fresh towels every day. Sure. I like my bedding changed. Uh, I like someone to come tidy the room. And like, I, I don't, do you want to sleep in, I don't know. Like, I know like a million people sleep in a hotel bed, right? But and that's kind of like the disconnect, but I'm okay with it at a hotel. I'm I'm not cool with staying in your house. And, totally, uh, totally okay with it in a hotel. I'm so not okay with it in an Airbnb, in an Airbnb type situation. I'll say the one exception I've made is, is using something called home away in Europe once or, or maybe twice. What is that? Uh, it's, it's kind of the same thing, but it's basically someone has like a rental property. It's not necessarily their home, but it's a rental property apartment kind of a situation. And even that, I have to say, I don't even think I would do, I don't even think I would do that again. Cause it like, wasn't a really great apartment location. Yeah, the whole thing skews me out. Yeah. The whole thing like really, yeah, it really does like gross me out. I guess I kind of get it for for families who want to rent a house. I don't I don't want to go stay in a house and then there's like the pressure like you have to be cooking shit. I'm on I'm on vacation. I'm in a hotel. That shit. No, I'm 100% with you. I'll have a cup of coffee in my room and like a whatever an RX bar but I I'm not looking that. Yeah, the rest of it, like there better be a breakfast situation. I want to go out for dinner. I do not want to. I'm not going somewhere to stay in a house or a hotel, so. Uh, yeah, there's there there's that too. That's not the destination. That's just where you sleep. Now, I wonder, do you, do you think, uh, do you think an Airbnb, say you were single and someone was like, oh yeah, let's go get an Airbnb tonight for Valentine's Day. No, that that, no. that screams me out. I, I'm not, uh, uh, I'd rather do a hotel. I would honestly rather do a hotel. Absolutely. Absolutely. I can't think of any scenario in which I'd be like, oh yeah, let's do an Airbnb. I'm, like, I'm like racking my brain right now. I'm like, when would I go for that? Yeah, no, I'm not into it. It's not appealing to me in the slightest. No, wow. I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad we cleared this up. Now where you live, are, is Airbnb allowed? Like, are there any restrictions, like, on apartments and things in in the county or wherever you live? So, rightfully so, they're cracking down on Airbnbs because, I mean, Airbnbs are basically, they're good in theory, but they have potential to be bad when they can kind of take over a bunch of places. And, you yeah. know, obviously you're going to get more money charging tenants, you know, to go in and out, in and out, in and out right. as a rental than you would for permanent housing for somebody. So, I mean, the potential, that's another thing I don't like about Airbnb, just the potential that it's been abused so much. I could, I yeah, could not. To, uh, to answer your question, yes, it is still allowed, but they are cracking down. I could not agree, I could not agree more. I could not agree more. And as someone who lives in a building and they're not allowed in the city where I live, um, but people try, but people still do it. Correct. What's that? I believe New York was the first to really crack down on Airbnb. I think so, because you could imagine the potential for abuse, like, in Manhattan, right? And there are already people who are like, I'm going to buy this building and just turn the whole thing into an Airbnb. And, you know, the level of greed, you know, not surprising, but astounding. Um, but, like, if you live in an apartment building, there's something very unsettling about the idea of people checking in and out of your apartment building as though it were a hotel. Oh, there's like, got to be right. 
like even when you have security in your building, it's still like, it's not hotel level security. You know what I mean? So. No, but I mean, just the implications of like family and kids and like all yeah. the other stuff first turning it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. first the revolving door that is the Airbnb because you're just trying to rack it up, rack up the money, just getting people in and out, in and out, in and out. Yeah. I just, I just find it kind of gross personally. So it eliminates residential housing, which is a huge problem. Right. Right. So a lot of, a lot of issues at stake there, but it's, and, and also not that it's an exact parallel, but stay in your room. I don't want to shower with your shit. I don't, uh -uh. no, no, I don't want to use your pans that you use to cook. <laughs> Cause right. I would be cooked anyway, but not that it's an exact parallel. And, you know, of course, you know, hotels, all these big chains are not the same as taxi drivers, but it's kind of like Uber creeping up on taxi drivers in a way. Yeah, um, kind, so not exactly the same. Use either to tell you the truth, but I, I understand the necessity. You know what I really want to know about Uber, though? Um, how much has drunk driving gone down since Uber started? Because I feel like it's gone way down. Like, I feel like on the news, you would see all the time, like a drunk driving crash here, 10 people dead here, like just in drunk driving. I, I don't feel like, and maybe again, it's the media sucking, but I don't feel like. I feel like it's gone significantly down thanks to Uber and, you know, taxis. That's a, that's a great point because they are nine times out of 10 more cost effective than a taxi. Sure. You know, whether it's a service or yellow cab, whatever. Um, that's a, that's a great point. You know what else I wonder? I wonder what is the drunk driving? You think if it's that big, like you would hear statistics, like you would think they'd be like celebrating it all the time. Like, look, Uber, Uber saving lives. And that you don't hear that. Maybe it's, maybe it's not the case or maybe the things like assaults, et cetera, that have happened. Maybe that just, you know, it's a, it's a more enticing story. Um, I wonder, maybe you know this, I wonder where the drunk driving rate for Valentine's Day falls with, within the other holidays. Great question. I, I would assume way less because the goal is either the hotel or, you know, the Airbnb or back at the house or whatever, right? Or even in the car. So I, I, I would guess it would be on the lower side, like especially when you're comparing it to like Christmas when you're bouncing all over the place or Fourth of July when you're out and about. Like, I, I would think Valentine's Day has got to be one of the lower ones. Thanksgiving Eve, Super Bowl. Oh, sure. Big ones. Big ones. That's a good question. So hopefully it's not taking you, although it's on a Friday night this year. No, that's true. But still, it's a difference of location. Like, your, lo your, your destination is, yeah, you're going to get dinner, but you want to end up at that hotel. Hmm. I, th I think that's the difference. That's a... It's a, it's, it's a good, it's a good question, but apparently there's cities doing like sobriety checkpoints and things like that. So not a non-issue. It is a drinking holiday, but it's not a huge drinking holiday, right? Like, I mean, nobody's like, I'm going to go get fucked up on Valentine's Day. <laughs> or maybe that's, but does that how Galentine's Day turn out sometimes? Now that's a good question. Galentine's Day, I think you're more likely to go get fucked up, right? That might turn into a DUI situation. So, you know, as always, to our listeners, whether you're galantining, valentining, what about guyantining? See, guys... See, I, I feel like that needs to be a thing now. I, I feel right. like, you know... But again, I mean, my, ver my perfect version of Valentine's Day would just be watching porn up with a bottle of champagne and some beef jerky and just leave me the fuck alone for a few hours. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I think we know, listen, okay, so first of all, if you're out and about, please designate a driver or get into a cab, car service, whatever. But I just celebrating Valentine's Day and you need a ride. I, I could be available. Or call someone like Dave Sharotsky to drive you home from Valentine's Day. <laughs> I can't be responsible for what happens to you after. But hold on, I just want to back. I just want to back up to your your heart's Valentine's Day wish, and I just hope that. By Valentine's yeah, Day, down on the DUIs. <laughs> yes, you're you're doing your part. You know, a, a word to anyone in these fields who might be listening. I hope that this time next year, we have a sponsored Valentine's Day post or podcast, beef jerky, sparkling wine, or Pornhub. Anyone who wants to come up and help us out, all are welcome. Okay, I just want to. I just want to put that into the universe. Let's put it out there. I like it. Dave, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to you, beautiful. God, to, to all of our listeners, so much love. And we look forward to seeing you for a very special podcast post-President's Day. Until then, be safe on Valentine's Day and have a lot of fun. Everybody enjoy. <laughs>